Hello, I'm Claire Cooper. And I'm April Wilde. It's time to kick back, relax, and surrender. Surrender. Welcome to With Intention Podcast, a place where we grow, we flow, we delve deeper, and peel back those layers and just learn a little bit more. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another episode of With Intention. And today we have a very special guest, a very good friend of mine, Katie Sloan. She is a celestial goddess. She's a crystal guru. She knows everything about crystals and angels. And I cannot wait to get started and talking about all of this, this wonderful area and field that you're an expert in. Um, hello. Hello, April. Hello. Hello. So much for having me. I'm so excited to be here on your brand new podcast, which is wonderful, by the way. I've listened to the first episode so far and I'm hooked. So um, thank you very much for inviting me in. Oh, well, welcome to the show. I'm just so excited. I feel like we've had a lot of our listeners saying, oh, could you get someone on talking about crystals and just connecting to spirit, angels, all that kind of alternative and stuff we're into, you know, I'm so excited. <laughs> Favorite topics of conversation. Well, yes, it's wonderful to to be here and to be able to speak openly about all those things that I just absolutely love, and I know that you girls do too. So I think we're in for quite a treat today. We're in good company, shall I say? We're we're all aligned, and I think also it's kind of bringing the normal of this to people, you know, because I think people go, "Oh, that's a bit woo woo. That's a bit out there." So we just want to normalize this, this conversation about crystals, spirits, angels, and all those things. Let's just get real and just be really authentic about it. Definitely. Yeah. I think what's important as well is like, because we're all energy and we talked about that in episode one about manifestation and daily rituals. And I feel, and what we put out to the universe, it's because we are all energy, everything around us, like the ground, the earth. And I, I find a really powerful way for me to ground is through using crystals I, I think I use them daily I put them in my bra or put them under my bed when I'm sleeping it's it's I'm learning so much more about it but I feel like oh there's so much not like so much to learn so how did you get into this I mean so yeah. my journey has been um wow I mean if I look at my life now if if I was to look forwards to my life 10 years ago I would never believe that I would be teaching and doing what I'm doing now but it's just been such a, a magical transformational journey for me. I actually began my career in fashion design. I'm an artist and I went to art college. And um, I just want to reference that all of my artwork, even like GCSE level, was always based around the ethereal realms. I would um, draw angels and do paintings of angels. I made like a huge 3D wing for my GCSE art and then um A-levels, I took it into like the elemental realm and did lots of wonderful fairy imagery. So I've always been really connected to that world. Um, And crystals, of course, I've always been very drawn to. um, And I actually incorporate crystals into my artwork now. So I studied art and that was really my creative, you know, intuitive outlet. And then I went into fashion design. I got my... um, BA with honors in in fashion. I showed my collection at London Graduate Fashion Week. I then actually applied for Project Runway or Project Catwalk, it's called over here, but in the US, I know Project Runway is really big. So, um, and I was on that show and, you know, I was all on the fashion track. And then um, I met my now wonderful husband, Barry, and uh, my life path changed. Um, Barry is an actor. And uh, we fell pregnant with our daughter, Gracie, and and moved to New York as he was on on Broadway. And so my life shifted from being really focused on the fashion track to then kind of being thrown into motherhood, (laughs) which you girls know is like a beautiful, chaotic symphony. And, um, you know, it really just I, I felt the need to to call in help because especially moving countries I didn't have a support network and and that was when you know Gracie brought my Gracie awakened my spiritual self that's what I you know to summarize she awakened me to my spiritual gifts and when she came into the world that was when my intuition my third eye blew wide open and I began to see energy 
And I began to, you know, I read every book I could find on angels because what I was seeing was angelic energy. And that came through, um, you know, crystals. I trained in Reiki. Um, all of this is in my new book, by the way, my story and how it all came to be, which my new book is called Celestial Goddess Rising. And there's also a lot on crystals in that book. What the beginning of the book tells of my, you know, a detailed account of my journey and how I came to do this work. But in short, once I got on this path, there was no way I could turn back because I began to realize that actually life didn't just happen to me. I was the creator. And when I became, you know, immersed in the world of crystals, metaphysical healing, connecting with angels and guides, I brought a magical flow into my life. And I wish, you know, we always wish, oh, wow, I wish I'd known all this when I was younger. And, you know, but you find it at the right time. And so from there, it just then I never intended to do this professionally. But people then began to seek to seek me out. And I realized, oh, my gosh, this is what I am meant to do. This is my this is my highest path that I'm walking. And it's just led to the most magical, mind blowing things that have happened. And, you know, even with my book, I could never have imagined that, although I have imagined it because I've created it. Right. But it's just like I've gone from this shift of being so immersed in the material world, uh, all set on the fashion track to now being in this magical flow of energy where I work with crystals, angels, you know, Reiki and all of those things. So I hope that answered your question, April. It's an amazing journey. It it is. And actually when I I hooked up with you in um, LA, we didn't know each other were both um, aligned with this. And when we found out each other both sort of loved crystals and angels and so on, we were just in absolute, like it was, it was amazing really our energy was just bouncing off each other and that's when our friendship really really developed and blossomed so um I loved that just to say there I loved how you said as well that you know you grew through a spiritual path when you had your little one as well was it Gracie um it's it's so powerful like I'm a birth worker and a yoga teacher and I see that so much and it's so interesting that we have this feeling like you know what I don't want to be in the rat race anymore I don't want to be in this you know, whatever job you're in, like busy, busy, you know, I'm sure the fashion industry was quite pressurizing, but um, you feel this massive shift because you want more time at home, you want more time with your child, but then it's like an awakening, like you said, this energy rising through the body. And I found that with all my spiritual practice, actually, I booked on a Reiki course after having my little ones. And it's one of the best things I did. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I talk about this in my book, like, the, you know, we have certain souls that will come into our lives um, and that will awaken us to whole other aspects of ourselves. And that is certainly what Gracie did, not only from a point of view of becoming a mother, which adds a whole other dimension to your life. But but she brought this uh, like she was like a portal of awakening to me. She I was like, oh, oh, OK, yes, I, this is what I'm, I, I'm here to do, you know. And I'll forever be grateful to her for that. I think I'm actually going through that myself right now because Ocean, he sort of opened me up and I didn't expect all the feelings that I've been feeling over the last two and a half years. And Fionn's come along and again, it's like I'm cracked open and it's sort of, um, it's kind of a bit of a conflict as well. And it's trying to understanding and managing those feelings and emotions. And I do use crystals to help me. I I love crystals. They're always in my bra. People, excuse my French, used to call me crystal tits because I used to put them in my bra when I was on set. So I love um, it. It's true. Um, but y- well, yeah, I, I found it, it even works with like kids as well. I never even knew my mom was big into crystals. She was like, just pop them under the bed when they're sleeping, or like she actually came to my house once when I first moved in and put them in the corners of my house. Like I literally have rose quartz in every corner of my rooms. <laughs> you have to tell me if that's a good thing, Katie, or if that's a nice clarity energy. Yeah. But it's. It's amazing, like, um, how you spiritually drawn to certain crystals as well, I think. And even kids, it amazes me how they just get drawn to certain ones. I'd, I'd oh, love yeah. to talk about the crystals with you, though, Katie, because, like, like um, April touched on that rose quartz, popping it in certain, I pop it in my windows and so on. And there's there's other ones that you can use that are really, really powerful. Um, I know I've got so many in my house, and they're used for different things and different combinations. But what would be, can you talk us through some of the crystals that you recommend and a starting ground for anybody out there that's not familiar? 
Yes, of course. So my go-to crystals and the ones that I recommend for beginners are rose quartz, of course, because it is the most beautiful. It has the most beautiful calming energy. It's a great all-rounder for everyone. It really um, resonates with the heart chakra. So it's very healing. It's great if you have any emotional turmoil going on, any past trauma, you know, it's a great all-round healing, calming crystal. Also wonderful for the home. Great that you have it in your bedroom, April, because very, very calming for the mind, sleep time. Amethyst is my other go-to crystal. And that's also really good to have in the bedroom. It's very good for relationships if you put it in the bedroom. It's also really good for sleep. It it works with the crown chakra. So um, I always tell like my clients and, you know, my students with crystals, pay attention to the colors. And when you learn about the seven main energy centers within your body, each of them have colors, right? We go through the rainbow spectrum. We go from red all the way up to violet. And wherever you're feeling the need for healing um, or, you know, balancing, choose a crystal that correlates with that chakra color. You know, when you're beginning, just go go by the color. And so the amethyst is great for the head. So if you suffer with headaches or you have a very busy mind, which all of us do, you know, amethyst is going to be really good for that. Also very, very good for intuition. So I always have amethyst in any of my healing work. It's very, very healing for the mind. Um, my other go-to crystal is a very grounding one just to balance that out. Yeah. And I've actually got one right by my feet now because I always do that in sessions or if I've got, you know, my classes, um, I have a gorgeous smoky quartz, which I'm going to show you for anyone who's watching. Oh, lovely. Yeah, gorgeous smoky quartz. And hey, I keep... I've got one today. <laughs> I think we've got matching. <laughs> I haven't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I brought one along to you <laughs> um so yeah that's really grounding for your energy works really well with the root chakra um but my the best all-round crystal that you can get aside from rose quartz is actually clear quartz because that works with all of your energy centers it is a master healer and it actually amplifies the energy that's around it and here's a really good crystal tip for you Clear quartz actually cleanses the energies around it. So if you want to cleanse your crystals, get a good size clear quartz, everyone here, and place that by your crystals. And the energy of that will radiate around the other crystals and bring and cleanse them, bring them back into balance. So Is that why they it. use, um, you know, because in yoga, I have a, a clear crystal quartz singing bowls. They seem to use them a lot, don't they? And someone said you could get like plates to just charge your crystals on especially around like the full moon and things and I thought that was really interesting because I've always worked with a traditional singing bowl for doing like um, my start of practice I found that wow the energy it gives me when I use this clear quartz one was beautiful very harmonizing to the class everyone was like wow what was that you know Mm-hmm. Oh, clear quartz is, is, you know, it's next level. Like I was talking about, you know, the ancients, the ancient Egyptians, they were big on crystal healing. And even if we look at the pyramids, the top cap, the capstone of the pyramids were once capped with clear quartz. Mm-hmm. You know, what does that tell you? And they were, you know, I mean, we know so little about the pyramids actually used for and um, but we can ch- channel huge amounts of information into crystals and that's what the ancients did they used them for storing data they used them for communicating with other star systems you know there's there's so much still to learn about crystals i really believe in modern society the power of these amazing gems are, are pretty much you know very much untapped so, um, but to begin with, I think it's just so nice to have those go-to crystals and to um, to just be open to receiving and balancing your energy with them. And from that, you know, the path will flow. You'll then dive deeper and deeper. And before you know it, you'll be all in on the woo-woo and you'll be seeing all kinds of things. <laughs> so, so actually for all those people out there, because there's people listening that have different issues in life. So let's say they're wanting more money or love or things like that. What would they do if, okay, let's use money as an example. Someone's wanting to attract more abundance and financial abundance and success in that area. What would you recommend for them? to do or what crystals would they sort of select to work with 
Great question. I would always go for citrine. And citrine is is associated with abundance and prosperity. I have a huge citrine um, generator, which is the shape of the crystal. It's a point. And actually, it's got a natural quartz on the side of it. So when I saw this, I used to go crystal buying in Los Angeles. When I lived in Los Angeles, I would go and buy from all the crystal fairs. So I was just obsessed with them. <laughs> and then, you know, I would choose them for my clients. Um, and I saw this one and I was like, oh my gosh, win-win. This energy of this citrine is magnified by the clear quartz. But, you know, you, you could just place one next to it. But pop it in the right-hand corner of your home. In feng shui, that really brings in prosperity. Um, an important thing that I want to tell you is that crystals are programmable. And so it's really important to set your intention into the crystal because I want to just um, you know, remind everyone that, that like crystals actually hold consciousness. They are not inanimate objects. Uh, the great you know, inventor and engineer Nikola Tesla has, has an amazing quote, which is in my book about crystals. And he says that, you know, although we may not understand it, crystals are a life form. They hold consciousness. Um, and we're only just beginning to understand the power of that. So, so you, oh, sorry, sorry, but just to interrupt there, Katie. So we obviously want to charge them, but we need to clear them first. So I smudge mine, but not many people might know what that is. But I use sage and I, I smudge them before I use them and charge them. Is that something that you'd recommend for people to do as well? Definitely, yeah. So I will light some sage. I'll always circle the, the the smoke around the crystals, and then it's like that energy just spiraling up into the ethers and and taking away any disharmonious vibrations. Um, I love to just place my crystals out under the moon. I think a moon bath is the best way to clear your crystals. Um, you can also run them underwater, but you have to be careful with crystals like selenite because they can be soluble. And, you know, so I think that just natural light, putting them out in the natural sunlight, as long as it's not too hot. You know, when I, when I lived in California, it was like the quartz <laughs> there could be a fire hazard in, in the midday sun. So as long as it's not too hot. And that's why I love the moon bath because there's no risk to that at all. You just put crystals out under the moon, let them recharge, let them clear and then bring them back in. And you're good to go. That's perfect. So citrine, I put a little piece in my wallet, actually, as well. You can get little pieces, can't you? Yes, yes. Little tumble stones or raw cut stones are great. And I love that. Put it in your wallet because then it's around the energy um, of money, of what you want to attract. But just a simple programming. And so, like, if you have a small crystal stone, just place it in the palm of your hand. You can visualize, just close your eyes, breathe and visualize light around the crystal. And then you can say it out loud. Um, I would like to program you with the energy of prosperity, of abundance. You know, I would like to bring in more financial security. Set your intention and actually, as woo as it sounds, talk to the crystal because it is a conscious life form. And you know the power of your words. I'm excited to listen to your podcast that you've done on that. Your words are vibrations. And so that vibration of your word is going to be, it will be um, set into the crystal. So it's that simple. Okay. I loved how you, um, oh, sorry. And I loved how you touched on the feng shui of the house as well, because not often I hear people talk about this very much. I know maybe in America and LA and different places are more in tune with this. But I was brought up with those principles that um, our house should be like mapped in a way where we can attract more abundance. We can look at the directions, north, south, east, west, and maybe put money trees in that area, crystals in certain areas. So I loved how you touched on that because that's something that people could look into as well. And where where should I put my crystals in the house? And um or maybe you could find a window where you could charge them under the moon if you find it's tricky to go out all the time uh, each month. But that's just always a good choice for for crystals. And as you can see, I have lots of them on my window ledge. Um, but it's just like I'd like to say, like it's an exciting journey with crystals. Just go with your intuition and choose the ones that feel good for you. Yeah. You know, I've my all rounders. But if you go into a crystal shop and you feel really drawn to a crystal, that's because you're, that crystal's calling to you. So I know go. around around my front door, I've got selenite inside and outside, and I have it just so I protect people. If you know when energy's coming in and out, yeah. I'm very aware of that. And I've also got tourmaline dotted around the house, especially near my electrical equipment. 
Yes, yes. I'd love to just talk a little bit about that because crystals are great for protecting you against the um, EMFs, the electromagnetic frequencies and, um, you know, frequencies from your phones, from the computers. So generally, the rule of thumb is the the higher the iron content, the more protective they are. Something like hematite is great, um, but black tourmaline is the most protective stone that you can get um from on an energetic level and it's also great to have around those you know around technology yeah yeah um, we don't okay. often realize we don't realize that by where we sleep and things there's often like just the electricity lines in the walls and things like that just putting them at the back of your bed and as i didn't know about black tourmaline so i'm definitely going to get some of that for the kids room and my room that's amazing and yeah. um also wanted to touch on because there's going to be a lot of people out there that are wanting to talk about love and it, it, obviously it starts with ourselves, self-love. And, and, you know, we're a big advocate of that here. And, you know, we we know it starts there. But what crystals can we use to sort of help align us a little bit more to attract maybe the right person into our lives or just to help us start to fall in love with ourselves again? What would you recommend? So I really recommend for self-love. I think rose quartz is beautiful for kind of manifesting a loving relationship. I love green aventurine. There's something about green aventurine that is really potent in, um, you know, putting out there your your life partner or, you know, that that relationship that you want to manifest. And it can also be for friendships as well. But it's a really powerful crystal for the heart center. And like I say, you, you would program that crystal and visualize the kind of relationship that you want to be in, you know, Feel those emotions. You can do a mini meditation slash visualization just with yourself. You don't need any guidance apart from yourself. You'll hold that crystal. Um, you know, you'll set that intention. You want to manifest the relationship. And then you'll visualize exactly how you want to feel in that relationship. Feel the happiness. Feel the joy. Feel the adventure. Whatever it is feel it because the emotion is the catalyst and the emotion will really help. Um, you know, the crystal will magnify the emotions and therefore bring it in even quicker. It's, so, inter- uh, it's interesting you talk about sort of all the, you know, the, bringing everything quicker, but there's some things that we have to do before. And we've done this, Katie, because you've known me a long time. But when uh, this sort of moves into the sort of angel area as well, but cord cutting with either bad business relationships, friendships, exes, you know, all these or situations. And I know that we've done some cord cutting with with myself and and it's something that we've discussed, but we can use angels and crystals to kind of do that because it's all very well wanting to bring in that new relationship or or situation, but you have to do a bit of healing and cord cutting before. Um what would you could you talk us through the cord cutting and like how you would recommend for someone like me let's say I'm I'm stressed about something this person is upsetting me what would you recommend absolutely 100% a cord cutting it's a practice that I talk about in my book I'm really passionate about it because I know how powerful it is and you're absolutely right if you don't heal and release from a previous relationship we often tend to create those same destructive patterns again it's almost like the universe is like okay you haven't healed from that lesson. So we're going to give you the lesson again until you like, you know, go inward and, and actually release from it. So cord cutting is really good for releasing those destructive patterns in relationship, for releasing um, just any any trauma or, um, you know, any inner turmoil, letting go of that. And I always call in Archangel Michael to help with cord cuttings. You know, I'm big on angels. I talk about the the major archangels that I work with personally in my book. Archangel Michael is the protector. He really helps us to release, um, particularly through the practice of cord cutting. And the theory is that, you know, we have energetic connections to everyone that we meet, everyone that we interact with. And when we spend a lot of time with someone, those energetic connections become really quite can become really quite dense and it's almost like we we have this this heavy cord connected to that person and because it's etheric even when we're not with that person we still feel it it's like you know you can have 
we we all have friends who you know and, and ourselves we go we go through tough times and sometimes we could be draining to someone else and even you know if you've been with a, a friend and then you leave them and you still feel that energy it's because you've got that connection with them now releasing that connection doesn't release any love from the relationship it simply releases the heavier emotions and actually strengthens the relationship so the cord cutting can be from a relationship that you completely want to move on from or it can be the relationship that you're in now so it's really good to do cord cuttings from our partners just to let go of those lower vibrational energies that we're holding on to it strengthens the relationship yeah and so what would we do would we envisage so this is what i do and i know everybody's different um I would sort of imagine like almost like an umbilical cord between me and that person kind of in the ethos. And I imagine sort of using Archangel Michael's energy and a sword sort of of just slicing through those cords that no longer serve me. And I sort of say that. And I also say that um, as long as it's no harm to others as well in the whole process. Mm -hmm. So is that something that someone could, is it a visual thing that people would sort of, you know, would they meditate on it and, and get into that zone and imagine that person. Or there's another thing that I also do is imagine that person smiling and smiling and smiling and letting them just go just slowly away from me until they just sort of disappear. So I'm not sending them any bad energy. Um, I'm just sort of releasing them. Yeah. I love that. All of those visions that are completely accurate and powerful for the practice of cord cutting. Um, there's a lot of cord cutting meditations on Insight Timer that you can access for free. Um, I actually have one. I may put it up actually after this podcast. I have one on my website. It's in my meditation library, but I offer a free meditation and we switch that up. So I think I'll add the cord cutting one for this month. Um But yeah, you're just going to, you know, in its simplest form, you can sit, set your intention to release all low vibrations from whatever relationship. You can do a general cord cutting, so releasing from many, and just say, Archangel Michael, please be with me and release. I would say release the cords of fear from my energy field because everything, all vibration comes down to either love or fear, right? So everything is encompassed by that. Like if, if you're holding on to fearful um, vibrations, you can just set that intention and release all of them. Through I think the- we do. I think we do hold on to a lot, don't we? Like in our day-to-day lives, like it might be just from your workplace or family members, especially on the Christmas you know, time. I'm sure that people have been around people that can trigger them. And I think it's so right, like to even connect and yes, send them love, send them good vibration, but don't let you hold on to that energy and I think that's something that I've done core cutting a little bit but it's so important even if you just did it visualize it in your mind in the morning or just to start your day I know something when I was especially through my pregnancy I think it's more important than ever that people protect their energy and I would do like a protection egg around me and so that none of these cords could get onto me through the day I'd like keep visualizing this little egg a powerful shining light um, and I found that very powerful. <laughs> yeah, well, you could take that a step further with the Archangel Michael cord cutting because I'll always recommend finishing with a shielding visualization. So you release with Michael. And like you said, Claire, you'll visualize sword of light literally slicing through any energy that does not serve you and letting that go. And then before you open your eyes, just, just affirm, I am divinely protected. Um, you can visualize a great shield of light all around your the outer edges of your auric field. And I always affirm, I am divinely protected and only the highest vibrations of love and light can flow through to me. And then I'm good to go, right? So it's like really good for protection, for releasing, just resetting. I think at first it can feel um, unusual to kind of connect to these light and visualizations of angels and spirits. I, I think... For me, even though I've been a yoga teacher for like 10 years, only the trigger of losing my mum this year, like in the last year, it's interesting. It's only kind of come through to me. I think you have to be patient with yourself. Being like spirit guides, and I wanted to ask you more on this, and angels, and I, um, I keep seeing light surrounding me, and especially out in nature. And I wanted to ask you, is that something that you feel you get awakened um, through through big steps in your life, like massive transitions, maybe birth, maybe uh, losing a loved one um family relationship yeah. yeah absolutely firstly I'm so sorry to hear that you lost your mom and um, 
know that it's a beautiful transition for her and that she's on the next a wonderful journey and that actually where you know in her state of being now she can pop in whenever you need her and I'm pretty sure that if you started seeing lights around the time she transitioned that's absolutely her coming through oh and I've got tingles saying that <laughs> that's her coming through and um, letting you know that she's guiding you and um, letting you know that there's so much more um, so much energy around you that you don't see supporting you from the unseen realms and um, yeah well it's interesting like I've found that I've never really lost someone that much close to me in my life um, and I've been through a lot of loss this year but actually I how many um, kind of little messages you get and like finding feathers around or your favorite song coming on when you walk in a supermarket or I I've been so surprised that I feel in a way that she's guiding me more now than ever before like I feel her energy every day and it's so powerful and I think that that's so important why we do this work why we connect to uh, ourselves do deep meditation cord cutting is so that we can align with this universal energy that's open to us all we just need to tune into it and find the this strength it's amazing but I just want to tap in here actually because I think a lot of people fear spirituality or fear this when you be people talk about angels and they have this sort of very strong views on it because they, they don't know what it is. And they, you know, they think it's so woo woo and so out there that it's unattainable and they, it doesn't make sense to, and we give so much power to the things that we can only see, yeah. but not to the stuff that we can't see. We can't see electricity. You know, do, do you know what I mean? We can't see oxygen unless yeah. scientists do an experiment and so on. So we're just giving so much energy to all the physical stuff in front of us we're ignoring all the other stuff that's going on, which is much more vast and vibrant and has many more answers, I guess, than um, the physical realm does. But how do we, you know, what do we say to those people that are sort of quite judgmental of the whole spiritual realm and, and all that? What, what what would we say to them? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky, I, right? Say that, you know, you, you will find your way into this when the time is right if at all but I always say it's so sad that many people when they're on the deathbed that's when they actually like start to call upon a higher power and it's like oh please don't leave it till you're on your deathbed (laughs) because life can be so magical when you you know when you really start to embrace spirit and um like you were saying before about what you see and just the physical, you know, actually we only see the tiniest slither of our reality with our physical eyes. And um, scientists say we see 0.0035% of the electromagnetic light spectrum. So that just gives you a perspective of how little the physical world, like it represents so little of what actually is. And that's why, you know, really in many ways we say that this world we're in this physical world that is actually the illusion (laughs) because Mm -hmm. the other worlds that we don't physically see is so much more real it doesn't have like that time space constraint it is infinite the energy you know energy cannot be destroyed we know this that is a fact so it, your soul is eternal and whether you choose to kind of nurture that aspect of yourself in this lifetime uh, um, it, that is that is always your journey um, to be fearful of it is something else if you're fearful of it you know maybe get to the bottom of why that is because I'm really gonna go really woo woo it could be past life you know we've spoke about I think a lot of the time people especially if you're very very religious and you've kind of been conditioned to believe in like you know or witchcraft that's really bad and sometimes people will stay away from crystals because they'll feel like it's witchcraft Um Actually, working with the power of crystals and the elements is something that the ancients have done since the beginning of time, but it was just been demonized by the church. And I think sometimes a lot of fear around spirituality can be can be because of that. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all conditioning, isn't it? I think that I even get it as a yoga teacher. I have been turned away from so many schools, so many retreats, like um, even centers that are like, look, we're Christian, and I'm like, that's great, like. Um, yoga is for all religions like and uh, spirituality you know it, it it comes into every every religion that there's there's prayer there's deep meditative practice there's love and kindness and forgiveness and and I think that just that you touched on we've got all this conditioning I feel it you, you feel like oh can we just get you 
to sit down and try like say a yoga class or connection with crystals and people I suppose don't know how good they can feel because I know I was one of those people over 10 years ago I was stressed out of my mind anxiety depression I had loads of health conditions it was actually my plant-based diet and um, that got me into the yoga and it was like a domino effect then more things came but I think it's just stepping out of our comfort zone sometimes try something new because I was one of those people that was unsure about angels my mum would talk about them all the time when I was growing up she was quite spiritual and I put it I just pushed it away but when you start to open up to these things you don't realize how amazing you can feel and like you said when you get to your end of life because my mum had done a lot of that inner work she didn't fear death at all she was so happy and peaceful and welcoming to that transition and it it was something I've never experienced just to watch her go through that and I I hope that for everyone that we can have less fear and peace in our mind absolutely yeah just just to touch on though real quickly there are some religions out there that do kind of welcome obviously yoga and meditation and crystals but Mm. you know there's just a few limited ones that are not actually allowing it in which is madness in my opinion but you know um but there are plenty out there that are adopting these new um windows of learning and and so on spiritual learning but i just wanted to touch on that because someone might be listening out there going but hang on i'm part of this this community oh of course i think that it's it's only certain i find this kind of christian churches often it's it's sometimes tricky but it's that what they don't realize is it's actually there's a lot of prayer that you just pray to what you believe in so it's actually not a, I don't see a religious thing because I suppose a lot of people link it to the East, don't they? Um, and practices out there. But I think we need to become more connected with union and welcoming all these things in all churches and spaces across the world. It's so Absolutely. important. Yeah. In my book, what's really interesting, because I am Christian, I do class myself as a Christian, mm. you know, predominantly very spiritual, but I really um, delved into the lost teachings of um, Jesus into the early Christian movement. And let me tell you, Jesus worked with crystals like 100%. He worked with astrology, he worked with, you know, um, the stars. He was he was raised in a community called the Essenes, who were very in tune. They were very intuitive. They um, had many prophecies. And um, so it's just incredible when you actually dive into the early Christian church movements um, and the and the the hidden scriptures, the scriptures that actually were ordered to be burned so that we, you know, in the, in um, three, I think it was 365, Constantine came in and then edited all the scriptures and took out many things out of Christianity that have limited us so much. And one of them was, you know, reincarnation. The early Christian church taught that reincarnation was a universal truth. The early Christian movement taught that the divine mother and the divine father should be honored equally. But the patriarch, you know, the age of Pisces is the patriarchal, is where the patriarch dominates. And that was eliminated from the scriptures and the teachings. And it's now time for everything to come back into gap to balance as we move out of that age and into the new age of Aquarius. This is where everything comes back into balance. This is where we discover the lost truths of the divine mother. This is where we discover those ancient practices that really, you know, speak to our soul and working with the, you know, crystals, which are grown of the air. They are literally Gaia encapsulated it is a wonderful practice and it to me it is absolutely ludicrous that anyone could demonize it but yeah. this is where we become sovereign beings and actually decide for ourselves what works for us and what doesn't not through any fearful narrative that people have given us but through our own intuition and I think that's interesting because I feel like we are all edited a version and it's presented to us and we've just got to intuitively listen to ourselves to decide whether that's our truth because we're edited constantly, whether it's a TV show we watch, the news, or whatever we're we're sort of given or presented. Even even like the fashion industry, it's edited for for us to buy into. Um, and in this day and age, we, I, you know, we wouldn't worry about the next generation because they're constantly looking at their social media and their phones and following celebrities. Mm. And but great, they're starting. We see this starting to come across in the social platforms about crystal therapy and all these alternative and health helpful things, but. I wonder how do, how are you going to address this with your your little one, um, Katie? Do you do you find that she's quite intuitive already, and 
do you find that you try and keep a balance with how you raise her to be a little bit less pressured with the what society put, puts on kids these days? Oh, definitely. So Gracie is, I can't believe, so Gracie is actually going to be 13 in March. Oh. So I'm almost dealing with a teenager. In fact, I am dealing with a teenager. Like it's come on full force. We have, you know, um, that Harry Anfield sketch with Kevin is definitely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but she is so in tune and she always has been she's very connected to her in you know her intuition to her angels and um, but I love what you've said about like how do I deal with that because actually you know when she she started secondary school now and you have to ground that so we've worked on a lot of grounding with Gracie grounding her energy because she is um she's Pisces and she she lives with one foot in this world and one foot in that world always with a little more in that world right so it's bringing that back in now she's going into these teenagers it's actually really important for her to ground the energy and to apply things kind of a little more practically just to be able to kind of survive in the I'm going to say the real world because that's contradictory to what I've just said actually this isn't real right that's real but you've got to um you've got to be able to blend you kind of navigate your surroundings so that you um so that things flow for you right yeah Path of least resistance. Path, yes, mm. the path of least resistance. My husband always says that. He says, Claire, the path of least resistance, remember. And I'm like, oh, I'm so frustrated right now. Help me. <laughs> like, I'm not on that right now. <laughs> not this second, so, but give me five minutes. Give me five minutes, I'll be there. <laughs> Tell us more about this uh, book then. So uh, when did you launch it? And uh, is it like available just in the UK or is it available everywhere or so grateful to actually you know be able to say it is now fully available because we completely sold out before Christmas on Amazon and it was like although it was amazing I was like please print more Amazon come on (laughs) busiest time of the year and so it was amazing because it was in very high demand um but yes celestial goddess rising and this is, you know, my journey of awakening, but there's just so much in there to help you on your spiritual journey, whether you are new to spirituality or whether you are fully immersed in spirituality. There's this, it, this book really is for everyone. It's for men. It's for women. Um, I actually talk about men and how, um, you know, how disempowered everyone has been through the elimination of these sacred truths, especially about the goddess energy and that lies within each and every one of us. Right. So I want to just stress that this book really is for everyone and um, you're going to learn about the angelic realms you'll learn about your own energy field your aura you'll learn about crystals um, about energy healing uh, you'll learn about the lost truths like I just said the lost truths of uh, the divine mother and you know what it's a this book has been um a couple of years in the making now but I've got to say I'm so excited that it's finally here and that this vision has been brought into the physical I even as I was writing this book I didn't actually have a publisher at the time and I wrote in there like how visualization was so important and just affirming your truth through your words and I actually write in here I am visualizing people all around the world, reading this book, lighting up from the inside. It is already done, right? And here it is. (laughs) And you have worked so hard. I'm so proud of you because I know how long you've been working on this. And I know how truthful and authentic it is, but also it's so easy to work through as well and take snippets and and just sort of apply it and understand the different angels because you've broken it down so beautifully for everybody. And it's just it's just laid out so nice and digestible. You know, it's easy for anybody out there that that wants to learn a lot more about the celestial realms and so on. So well done. I'm so proud of you, Katie. Much, yeah, and I love that you've said that because as an artist, you know, I wanted it to be visually really, you know, kind of activate you through visuals. So a lot of my artwork is in there. That's why it is printed in color. Um, and also I've, in, I've, I've put humor in there as well, because I think it's really important to know that you don't have to be really serious to be spiritual, right? <laughs> laughter is the best medicine and we can all, ha- we all have a good laugh at ourselves. I know that for sure you and I, Claire, have had some 
We really do. It's great to laugh at yourself. It's great to laugh. Um, it's such a high vi- vibrational thing to like laugh and find humor. And so I encourage everyone to like really just be playful with spirituality. It doesn't have to be so serious. You don't have to go to the Himalayas and meditate on the top of a mountain to be spiritual. You can just, you can make it fun. And I think crystals are an amazing way to begin with that, you know? Okay. So if I was to give some nuggets for everybody, at the end of this what what are our top five things that we would say some takeaways for our listeners out there that they could apply to their lives today which crystals they should pop in their handbag or their wallet or bra or whatever um what book they should buy here we go and have, have more fun a <laughs> lot more fun okay so a lot more fun is definitely playful being <laughs> playful yeah what katie go ahead sorry um, so definitely playful approach to things like how can you pull out of drama or feeling triggered and actually see a, a glimmer of humor, right? Because no matter what it is, and even like the most uh, kind of, um, t- I'm trying to express death as like the ultimate kind of thing that we fear, we can even find humor in those moments. And it's important too as well. And if I, I feel like, you know, I always feel my nan, she's always, my grandma, she's always communicating with me. She was so funny. She loved to find humor in the darkest of times. So I feel like we shouldn't feel guilty for laughing in those dark times. Like, obviously, we're not, you know, we're, we're just lifting our spirits and through laughter is, is a great way. I want to just remind us of the secrets. I know you spoke about that in your manifesting thing. A, a lady healed herself completely of cancer through watching sitcoms and laughing. So <laughs> Um, love that is to laugh so definitely bring in laughter bring in playfulness and bring in your crystals mm-hmm. citrine amethyst rose quartz all great if you feel like overwhelmed like there's too many crystals you don't know what to choose from maybe just go for a chakra set like you know go to your crystal shop and choose a a collection of stones that will work with all of your chakras they'll have them there all of them do um cord cutting Whatever. can I put that can I put that under number four cord cutting Definitely, <laughs> yes cord cutting set your intention to release the energy that is built up over however long you know if you can do it regularly I say with cord cutting like you could do it daily but I think real realistically if you could do it once a week you would definitely feel the difference maybe on a Friday as you go into the weekend you release the energy of the week you call in Archangel Michael please release these cords of fear and sh- shield me so that I'm reset going into the weekend you know something like a really nice ritual and it's honestly it's a couple of minutes um grounding oh that's powerful yeah that grounding is so important I think what should we have as number five well grounding I think that's really important isn't it do you want to add a sixth Claire (laughs) she's tempted isn't she (laughs) no no I'll keep it at five I'll keep it super easy well, um, I wonder what your kind of hopes, goals, dreams are for 2023. Like, what are you manifesting this year, do you think? <laughs> I love that you've asked me this because I'm actually, now that my book is done, which is amazing, it feels so good to say that, I'm actually working on my own angel cards to go with the book. Yeah, so it's so exciting for me as an artist because, you know, especially being a mum as well, it's so hard to bring in that balance of your creative self and, you know, really fueling your soul and your passion with with juggling, you know, running a business and motherhood. And But the great thing is that now my focus of my, you know, my main goal for 2023 is completing my angel cards, which will be a lot of my artwork in there mixed in with kind of digital images as well. So I'm very excited about that. That's really exciting. Well, I can't wait to uh, to purchase some cards. And we'll have them on the podcast, of course. We usually do cards each time we come on and everything. Actually, I have you got if... your cards? Have you got your cards, April? Yeah, so I've got... Let's just yeah. pull one to close the session so we've done it differently today. Uh, Work Your Light by Rebecca Campbell. I love these ones. And oh, Rebecca Campbell. Yeah, I've got <sighs> seed deck here. Uh... Well, did you want to do one of those ones, the star seed? Well, I'll do one of these and you do one of those. Yes, let's do that. So like an intention, let's ask for the 2003, 23. Oh, I love this. Okay. Trust your path. If you knew you would be 
supported, what would you do? Mm. Isn't that powerful? Beautiful. Mm. That's it. Because when you mm-hmm. realize you've got all this support, you know, when you call in the help of the angels, literally, like you, you for want of a better word, you start to fly through life. <laughs> so, and actually, if- the veil is so thin, and we really forget that actually between like the one, our loved ones that pass and the angels and energies and spirit, it's a really thin veil, and they're there talking to us, and we're going, Help me! and they're literally um- right there. So, well, I got really, I got really ground- ungrounded at the end of like last year, and I just started. I think I wasn't doing my spiritual practice. And then one, once I started getting out in nature more, calling in the spirit guides, I could not believe. And I started writing, actually journaling. Everything, I would have been meaning to sell my business and lots of change were moving house. All these things just started to happen. We were getting offers and alignment. And this stuff really works like in a practical level on your daily life. Even if it's just something manifesting money or abundance, it's just we need to start asking for it more, don't we? And stepping into this power. So... Yeah, what have you got there then on a card for which which ones are these? I'm just going to ask for a collective message for us all. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then, oh, I love it. So we've got, this is so perfect, especially for anyone starting out on the spiritual journey, baby steps, action, follow your intuition before it makes sense. Literally, you know, don't feel overwhelmed by where someone is on their journey or what they're doing. Just just start somewhere. And, you know, I think crystals is a wonderful place to start. And it will. It'll be baby steps from there. But soon enough, you'll have so much flow on your path that you'll be all in. You know, I always say it's not for me to convince anyone that this works. Like, listen, I know it works and I'm just so grateful for it. But just put it to the test if it doesn't work no worse off <laughs> yeah absolutely people have nothing to lose but to give it a go and um, give it give it a trial for two months see what happens see what changes in your life anyway I wanted to obviously thank you Katie for sharing your wisdom with with our audience but also with us because actually when I connect with you I learn so much all over again Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That is wonderful to hear. I've loved every minute of being on here with you both. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. It's been so lovely to connect with you and you've got such a beautiful aura and energy around you. So yeah, and and we'll have to um, get our listeners to connect with you. I'll put it in the show notes, your pages and your book and uh, I can't wait to read it. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yes, yes. Um, KatieSloan.com, my website, has got everything on there. You can get the book US stateside, you can get it UK, um, you can get it, you know, all of the all of the material you need to know about everything that I do is on my website. So definitely check that out. Um, and of course, Instagram is my main platform. I can't manage more than one. So Instagram is my, that's my jam at the moment. Um, but thank you so much. It's so wonderful to connect with you both. I'm feeling like we definitely need to do a little in-person get together. Um, so yeah, putting that out there for 2023. Absolutely. Have a fabulous day, everybody. Love and light, everyone. Bye. 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 If you've enjoyed listening to With Intention, why not give us a fabulous rating? Help us connect with more like-minded people like yourselves and build out our fabulous community. Or subscribe to our podcast and you'll never miss an episode.